Welcome back to another exciting edition of Rake Your Position with four lifelong friends striving to live out their dreams for the comfort of their kids. I'm Aaron, your host. I'm Joe, the groundskeeper. I'd like you to check out my new merch line. It's going to be a rival to Under Armour. It's called uh, Over Weak Fabric. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like this. Oh, single pair. Um, I'm Jolie and I stand with Oakland. <laughs> and I'm Corey the Batman. <laughs> well, that was wonderful, guys. Uh, we've got a fun episode for you. We're going to do a ranking. We're going to talk about Oakland as Jared is geared up, literally and figuratively ready to go. Corey and Joe have some wonderful insights for us later on in the pod so let's just jump into the rankings recap last week we had Rays 19 rangers 13 braves 10 orioles 9 diamondbacks 5 so the rays were not unanimous so let's see where they fall this week all right coming in at number five with eight points still holding on is the rangers the rangers still Ooh. up there We'll have some little discussion about them, I think, here in just a minute. Number four, moving up a spot, the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Rangers got a second and two-fourth. The Diamondbacks got a second, third, fourth, and fifth. So the Diamondbacks got four votes. The Rangers only got three. So that snuck the Diamondbacks ahead of them. Baltimore uh, tied with Diamondbacks. So I gave them the three spot because they've been in the rankings more often. Exact same votes, a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. Uh, the Braves hold on barely to the two spot with a second and two-thirds and a fifth. And the Rays are back to being unanimous because Joseph finally got smart. Are you guys proud of me? <laughs> I, uh, well done. Joseph finally yeah. figured out baseball works. I was going to revoke my vote if they, got, if they lost today. We're recording this a day later than normal because yeah. someone hit a power pole. <laughs> where i live um, it was none of us but you know no, no or it was out of power for a night um i was going to lead it off by saying i revoked my five points for the race if they lost three straight to the uh, athletics but um, the hottest team in baseball that's true i i, I imagine we'll talk about it <laughs> i don't know what gives it away yeah that's great uh so i did not vote for the rangers i voted for the astros and i think i missed i messed up guys that was just me probably being a little ornery because the Astros behind the Rangers. Uh, both of them had a weak May and beat up on people. And both of them are kind of struggling right now. So um, did you just apologize? I, I did. I voted for the Astros because I think right now, even though the Rangers are ahead of them, I think if the Astros Rangers played a three game set or even a seven game set, the Astros would win that. But everything statistically points to the Rangers. So my gut said Astros. They got three stud pitchers at the rotation, three guys at the back of the pin, lights out, um, and they're one right-handed power hitter away from being a force. They have nobody from the right side of the plate that can hit. Um, Didn't they just lose two key pieces, though? Oh, who did they lose? Uh, McCullers for the that. season, I think. Yeah, yeah McCullers already down. Yeah. And then uh Jordan get hurt. Four yeah, Yordan's down, but Tucker and uh 
Um, Brantley's going to be coming back, although I did see after I voted that he got shut down again, so I don't know how long Brantley's out now. Um, Last I checked, we all we all hit right-handed also. Yes. They, with they don't need to look very far, yeah. With, with power. power. Yeah, we are right here. Of course, Corey's 5'4", 99 pounds, so uh, his stature is not quite the same. But yeah, Obreu was brought in to be that righty thumper. He hasn't done it. Bregman's power is slowly declining every year. But Altuve's <laughs> back, and he's on fire. They've played and, better since he came back. So, look, I'm That's trying. Who I voted for, but I mean, you guys like the Rangers. The Astros for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, any other thoughts about those top five teams, guys? Uh, I think we've we've beat those five teams to to death. I mean, they're they are like we said, kind of set themselves apart. You know, there's five to seven teams that have done so, mm-hmm. um, but. I think uh, there's some other teams that are going to be making it making it kind of interesting here coming up. Yeah, let's talk about some of those. What are some teams you guys think are like? I've been tooting the Diamondbacks horn all season. I've been driving a one man ba- bandwagon. You guys finally got on board, um, and they have made it back to back weeks. So, what are some other teams like that that you think over the next couple weeks to month you expect to to make some noise? Jared or Joe? I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll jump in. Um, I think I famously said they'd take it by 15 games. So um, I need. Um, I don't what, really Cardinals, see. Guardians? Who are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. We're not I talking about. Say, one I about of those. said the Indians. So I apologize. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, the Cleveland. And I, you know, they're, are they under 500, I think, even? Uh, yes. Yeah, they're under 500. But, I mean, nobody's running away with that division. So, um, I mean, they still have pretty much the same team. Nobody's, you know, on the 60-day IL with torn ligaments. I, I, so, I feel like they could, they could still make a run in that weak division with the team that they have. And then, sorry if I'm taking everybody's team here. I'm pulling a quarry. <laughs> Uh, I did have San Diego in uh, in the World Series, and if you look at it, like you know their expected win loss, their runs, at least their their pitching looks pretty decent. You know, West is pretty tough, so they're kind of buried in fourth place. But I'll I'll say those two teams, and probably take a couple off of somebody else's list. But next up, uh. Corey's got the list, so maybe I should let him go. And then if he doesn't name the teams I want, I'll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could do, like like you said, I could do a few. Um, the one I, I think that I would focus on is the Blue Jays. Uh, I mean, I think they were a pretty favorite team of ours when we did our preseason predictions just to begin mm-hmm. with. Um they are it's the division is ridiculous just to begin with i mean they're 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 38 and 32 and 11 games back the guardians that we just talked about are 31 and 36 and the three and a half games back <laughs> um but i i don't they are one and a half games back of the yankees which is the third place team in that division um but it's they've done well i mean the, the bats are there bassett's done really good manoa I think has to be better than he has been. Can't be um, much worse. Sent to the that's, lowest. That's true. 
He got sent um, to the lowest of lows, right? You can't go any lower than where he got sent. Yeah, he's in the developmental <laughs> league right now. Isn't he? Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, I saw some stuff about how it seemed like he was maybe struggling with the pitch clock and getting fatigued. Uh, this is not me trying to be mean, but he is a bigger fella. Um, so it, it seems like the, the him speeding up might be wearing him wearing him down a little bit. Yeah. Um, and here's a quick stat about him, real quick. I know Joe will love ahead. this one. He uh, beat the Cardinals opening day. So anyway, continue. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> of course, who doesn't? Um, I beat the Cardinals last week. <laughs> It's a team that I think I could very easily run off a string of, you know, a, a, I don't want to say a ten game win streak, but they could win a lot of games in like a couple of weeks and just be uh, right Do there. They have but, a string of games coming up against opponents outside the uh, East. I'm not sure what their uh, upcoming. I need to schedule. run through the Central real quick. Yeah, no kidding. Um, let's see what their schedule looks like. Yeah, wait, look like. at that. That's one thing about this balanced schedule this year is yeah I remember not, you be, not being up on each other so you've seen this the east yeah. just dominating so they just played three against the orioles they've got the rangers marlins athletics giants red sox i mean it's not i mean the athletics other than them being awesome the past week you <laughs> think that that's kind of a gimme series but other than that it's not it's not teams that are easy by any means mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, the, the Blue Jays are a fourth place team that I think could very easily make their way into our top five pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of us had him winning the division, I believe. Me and you, Aaron. Yep, I had him. Yeah, yeah, I think as you talk about that, I don't have it pulled up, but like in my mind, the Jays were going to do what Baltimore's doing, mm-hmm. and Baltimore was going to be where the Jays are at. Like hover around 500, fun to watch, could beat anybody, but couldn't do it consistently. Yep. Um, but we're seeing the opposite play out. It's just a good, good division. Yes, very good division. I'll I'll stick with one. I could talk about another if you don't take it, Jared. That's not like you. <laughs> Who are you, Corey? Uh, well, then I'll pick one, and then if this isn't the team that you picked, sure. I'll let you go with that one. Um, I was kind of flip flopping between the two, um, but I mean, I think Miami's looking pretty good. I mean, they're 38 and 31. I think they're on the cusps of like out, like outside these teams, like as far as records go, not too far off. I mean, Joe's favorite stat, their run differential is negative 30. So that's not great. <laughs> um, but I mean, I got the pieces and probably the hottest hitter in the league right now at the top of the lineup. So, I mean, um, I can see the models making some noise if they, but I mean, again, their division is pretty tough. I mean, obviously Atlanta, but I mean, Philly looks like they're kind of turning it around a little bit too. So can always depend. And then I got one more team for it, but I'll kick it back to you to see if it's the same team or not. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, you mentioned the Phillies. Uh, well, that was another one. I, I had three, so I wasn't going to talk about the Phillies, but, uh, you know, they've got back to 500, which is not that exciting, um, but they are on an upward trend. Um, I think in order to get, they're a little bit farther away from the, the top five discussion than, the Blue Jays are, but I, I think the trajectory of them is good. Um, again, they're they're a team other than Aaron here. I think would disagree with me. I'm sure, but they're a team I think that's got the pieces to win. Uh, their offense is good. Trey Turner's been awful, um, and he can't keep doing that. Uh, they're pitching decent. I don't. I haven't heard about Andrew Painter in a while, but uh, I, I last I heard he was maybe throwing a little, but that's been I think weeks ago. Um, so that was one, and then uh, the other one was the Reds. Uh, if if they 
add some sort of pitching. Um, okay, you guys don't like the Reds. I mean, they're, like they're just so fun and exciting to watch that if the young guys continue to play anywhere near like kind of what they have been and in that division, they're, they're a game and a half back. Um, and they're going to be good for a few years now. As De La Cruz is like 0 for 14. That's okay. He's imposing. He can bunt, probably. He's the fastest <laughs> man on earth. He just needs to chase the pitch that he knows a catcher can't catch yeah. and run to second. That's fair. That'd be fun. You know, I've always that's a strategy. I've always thought that should be implemented. <laughs> that's what, I think the Savannah Bananas have it where it doesn't even have to be a third yep. strike. Like, if the catcher misses it, you can just take <laughs> you off. You run on any drop, drop strike. Yeah. Yep. MLB should look at implementing I that. I know. Yeah. It's a lot of fun down there. Uh, yeah. We got to get down there sometime, boys. We do. Yeah, I was hoping somebody talked about the Reds. I was fishing for that. Um, I just saw today that Strand is starting in right field in AAA. So they're trying to figure out what to do with him. Um, we've talked a lot about him in our group chats. His overall numbers look awesome, but there's some red flags um, in the chase rate and K rate. And then position-wise, what's he going to do? But yeah, they're trying there. And since I think he, he's the illegitimate son of Vlad Guerrero because he's such a good bad ball hitter. Wow. Doing some more Ancestry.com here. Yeah. And I was wondering if uh, the stat man maybe could figure this out. We like to throw you curveballs in the Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, but if you can recall back to which pod I started talking about the Marlins, that they could be good. So I'm just – I don't know. Is that episode five? Okay. I don't <laughs> think they're – I still don't think they're good. I, they keep finding a way. They I play know. good defense, got good pitching. And they keep running Segura out there at third base. I don't know if you guys seen his stats. I should have pulled it up. When... So what about – you? Like the, so the Marlins traded Lopez for a rise. What if they traded another pitcher to the Reds for a bat? They've got some young – AAA's got a couple of third base options. But uh, we're, we're going to talk about buyers and sellers next week. And I mentioned this right before we started. If they sent – one of those young pitchers to the Cardinals for Paul Goldsmith. <laughs> like all of a sudden put Paul Goldsmith in all that lineup. I'm just, there's something there. Yeah. Gene Segura has a 493 OPS and he's played 60 games. That's the Marlins third baseman and they keep winning with him in the lineup. So it would not be hard to make their lineup better. They are just not making moves at the moment, but Jared, it wouldn't take much. Do you still have a team to talk about? Um, I think just an honorable mention, and I think we all want them, we're all on the same page and wanting them to succeed as the Angels. Um, I mean, they're 38 and 32. I mean, can still make some damage, but I think if we're talking about teams that we haven't talked about, I think they're a team, if they continue on the run that they are, we can, eh, I mean, it's a long shot, but I think we can talk about them potentially cracking the top five. Is, is there a more universally loved team than the Angels right now? <laughs> I don't think so. Not with no. out there. Well, I'd say Baltimore. I think there's a lot of people that's here in Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's a good one. I, I I think, yeah, they're eight and two, their last 10. Five and a half back. They could be up there pretty quick. And they're beating decent teams. And, and a lot of us, I think Jared and I both had the Mariners in the World Series. That's another team that's like. Do you want to talk about Jared's World Series predictions? We want to talk about (laughs) your World Series prediction. (laughs) That's true. I don't have any room to talk. That's why he wants the Blue Jays. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, As we've talked about these young guys, we've said, like, 
what young guy is going to get called up and make the difference. And I think that's going to be fun to see over the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to play Homer just a little bit. I want to highlight this one young guy. This is about the rankings kind of, but the Braves are in dire need of starting pitching. And A.J. smith is pitching tonight. And I wanted to share this with you guys because it's a prospect that's not been talked a lot about. Uh, he's just 20 years old. Today is his 31st professional pitching experience. Like, total. Minors to now. 31 appearances. He was drafted out of high school not even two years ago. And he's already in the bigs. And he didn't start pitching until his junior year in high school. Uh, so, the Braves are the Braves are pulling from the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I wasn't uh, sure what, where you're going with that. But I was going to say, it sounds like they're desperate more than anything. But... Uh, his stuff is electric, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting uh, the next couple months as we dive into buyers and sellers over the next couple weeks because uh, some of these some of these teams that have stayed in their rankings have some holes, <laughs> have some needs, uh, but with the extra wild card, the more balanced schedule, people probably won't sell until the very last minute because you got a decent shot of making the playoffs in general. So I would say. Yeah, Jared, let me get this in real quick. I would say whenever I hear electric anymore, all all I think of is 7.8 base on balls per nine innings. <laughs> Maybe I've been burned by Cardinal prospects, but electric. electric. I was looking up uh, like advanced hitting stats for teams. The Cardinals offense is statistically like fine. I didn't realize just how bad the pitching has been. Look, we can drive without those. We're not going to go. <laughs> We've talked about it way too much. Only thing I'll last thing I'll say about one of the teams that we mentioned here is the the Reds. What I do like about them is that I think they're doing it the right way. Like they got these players and they're figuring out ways mm-hmm. to get more of these young players up. Um, I think teams are hopefully starting to go away from trying to keep these players in the minors for as long as they can to like, well, we got to bring this guy up. But I mean, they're bringing. I mean, it feels like every week the Reds are bringing up yep. someone. So mm-hmm. I think that's pretty exciting. I mean, you know what they say. If you win, you win. Yep. Yeah. There you a go. Ground, a groundskeeper said that one time. Yeah. It was a pretty wise statement. If you win, you win. What did I say? <laughs> he wasn't looking. <laughs> if you win, you win. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, Dodge Dodgers. The Reds and Baltimore both done that the last couple of years. And look at them. They're two, two they funnest teams to watch. They haven't extended anybody though, so I'm like some of the other teams have. So I'm waiting for that to happen, and then I'll be really excited. So. Yeah, I mean, I gotta think Adley's about to get paid. <laughs> I don't like um, anybody in baseball. Your catcher, your team leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One if year he, service. I will buy if they, if they extend him. I will buy a jersey, but I'm not going to do All that right. until they extend him. What jersey will you buy? If <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good Kyle question. Hendricks, uh, Jan Gomes. If they yeah, extend him, Corey's buying us all Adley jerseys. Ooh, nice. Thank you. Did they charge based on fabric size? Because you're gonna have to wow. make up the difference. I'm working on wow. a I'm working on a possible merchandise. <laughs> wow. Hey, you're so tall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Let's see how tall you are next time I talk about you. <laughs> be the size of an ant. Anyway, Jared, what do you got for us? I hear a constant droning in this side. I need it drowned out. The podcast is getting divided. Um, yeah, let's transition out of that. Sorry, Cooney. 
Yeah, dang. Um, so let's see, guys. What's what's happening this week in baseball? What what's what's been I don't even care. I've heard the oh. athletics have done really well. Which is okay, yeah, that's one thing. A, that's what a strange change of pace. Yeah, Skip, you got anything that's happening this week in baseball? He doesn't want to talk about it. Oof. I um the only thing I'm looking forward to is I can't even talk about it. So no, I'll throw it back to you, Jay Lee. All right, Aaron, anything? Um no, I, I got nothing. I'll try to be okay. thought, thought y'all were gonna come up with something clever. So I tried. As you saw in the beginning of the episode, I made this sweet homemade sign that says mm-hmm. I stand with Oakland. That's homemade. Yeah, yeah, I wrote it. Dude, sell those. Legit. I'll put it on a t-shirt. Um <laughs> so I don't even really know where to start. Um, I guess what I can say is from my opinion, I'm I'm super frustrated. I think it's another, I guess this hits a little too close to home from the, I kind of look at it from a St. Louis Rams perspective, what's kind of happening here in Oakland. Um, I think they want it out for the longest time and it's, it's frustrating because I mean, I wrote some stuff down. You look back, like they made the postseason like three years ago in 2020, they won 97 games in 2019 and then immediately just sold off all their players. Um, I get not wanting to pay people. I do. But I mean, like, I'm talking like every, and you guys know this, every single player that's ever been good, there's going to be like, yep, can't pay him, can't pay him, can't pay him. Um, the raising ticket prices, they are doing anything to improve, not anything to improve the fan experience at all. So they're making more of this money for people to come to the ball game. And then, I mean, I think who, what announcer was it that said there was a possum they had to move because there was a possum mm-hmm. in the announcer booth? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it was the Mets. The Mets had a broadcast yeah, from a different place in the stadium because there'd been a possum living there and they knew about it and had yeah. got fixed. Um, and so the owners use poor attendance as an excuse, condition of the ballpark. But I mean, like to me, like that's that's all on you. Like, but and, and I guess for me, like there's never there hasn't been a proposal to try to fix these things. It's just been like, ah, well, sorry, nothing we can do about it, nothing we can do about it. And it sucks because there's so much history in that stadium. And from what I've been told, and like you hear, you're hearing more and more players talk about Oakland. They don't want to see Oakland leave. They, if Vegas wants a team, they want to see an expansion team, which for me, why would you not want more teams? It has more revenue for the commission, the whole MLB and all the owners. Right. And so for me, I don't want to see the athletics go to Vegas and become the athletics, like leave, that for the potential for if Oakland can ever get a team again, have the Vegas be a completely different team, <clears throat> take the team out of Oakland, but make them kind of like with the Pelicans and, and the NBA mm-hmm. when they moved and made a different team. Um, <clears throat> sorry. But apparently what I have also read is that the city of Oakland and all that proposed a bill for like $1 billion in infrastructure to help rebuild this stadium. And I, Apparently the owner of the A's is like, no, nah, we never got that. So it's frustrating to hear like there was attempts to try to keep them, but then the owner's like, yeah, there never was. And then you have, like we talked about before we got on the pod with Rob Manfred and his sorry excuse for whatever. I probably my least favorite commissioner, if I'm being honest, and I, I could, <laughs> the notes I wrote down for Rob Manfred or Rob Manfred sucks. I didn't even know. <laughs> Uh, take him off the list. Uh. (laughs) No, no, come on. And we can have a one-on-one conversation, please. Um, But then you're also seeing players like Bryce Harper today came out and said, he's like, I don't want to see them like being from a 
oh, Vegas is his hometown. He's like, I don't mm-hmm. want to see it, the Oakland, the athletics in Vegas. So like mm-hmm. all these players coming out and just, it's frustrating to see because it, it, it definitely feels like a St. Louis Rams situation where there is a fan base here. They're like, I know their attendance isn't the best, but like, if you're not going to provide to make the experience better for the fan, like I'm not going to go either. If I'm being honest. So it's a little close to home with me in that aspect because the Rams got taken away from me. Um, I'll leave it to discussion for you guys. That's kind of all I wrote down. I could probably keep going, but I don't want to take up the whole pod. So um, to you guys. It is, yeah. It's like you said, there's, uh, for me anyway, there is a lot of history there. You think one, I, I, I really like the jerseys. I feel they're, I don't know. You don't see a lot of green jerseys. Maybe there is, I don't know, but they really stand out to me. I like them. And then, you know, just running through my mind, I see, um, you know, Ricky Henderson, uh, Dennis Eckersley, Reggie Jackson, um, you know, just a handful of guys. It's like, you see all these old clips and and I'm not sure how many World Series titles they have, but they got I think two. They got a couple. So it's just weird, yeah, you, that it's like just declined to the point where they're like, Yeah, we're we're going to Vegas, which you know, everything's money, which I, I get, and that's you gotta run a business, but it, it does stink. As you were talking, I'm running like uh records. Uh, you know, 10 years back, five years back, Oakland just fell below 500 in the last five years. Uh, last 10 years, they have a winning record. I mean, they last five years, they have more wins than the Mets. They have more wins than the Blue Jays. They have more wins than the Giants. They have more wins than the Phillies. <laughs> they always, the they always do good with, it's, with it's, little. Yeah. Um, and you look at th- – th- my biggest frustration is – you know they've got to sell. Every couple of years they have to sell because they won't pay people. I get that. Every other time they do awesome in these trades, and it seems like this time around they didn't try because um, they wanted to be bad. That's what it looks like on the outside because especially, I don't know, just, just nobody stuck except for that Ruiz kid, which is actually the one person we're like, why didn't you just keep Contreras? <laughs> well, they flipped him to mm-hmm. Milwaukee for Ruiz and he's been leading off and been their most consistent player all year. He's fun to watch. I don't know if you got a chance to see him mm-hmm. play dudes fast. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's fun so that's the one guy after you trade Murphy, Olsen, um, Chapman, Chat, Yeah. Chapman. That's the other guy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. One guy back at <laughs> those three deals. It's, it's sad. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is they talk about how poor the attendance is, but when you put together the team they put together, it's like, it almost seemed like the, the the league is saying like we can't have a team here because you guys don't go to the games. It's like why would anybody go to these games for the team that the where our higher ups are putting out there? Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 so like it's a crazy thing, especially hearing Manfred's comments where he's he's basically like putting it on the fan base and like almost blaming the fan base for the why they have to move. And it's like that's not at all the case. Like yeah. I wouldn't go watch that team play baseball. And I, they're I'm sure great guys. But it's not competitive. Um, you know, it's just it's a it's a sad thing for Oakland. Um, and uh, it, I mean, it, it was I would have kind of compared them to what the Rays do before the five years, past five years, or not even past five years, past three years. Like mm-hmm. the Rays and the Athletics were always these little teams that would do really well. And it's 
I mean, it's easy to root for those guys because mm-hmm. they don't have the huge payrolls and they're going out there and they're winning. And um, I, I always enjoyed watching them. Um, and it's it's and we enjoy watching the young guys play. Mm-hmm. And that's all sure. it is. But but <laughs> yeah, it's 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 young, not so good guys now. Yeah, um, much better than uh, me. I will admit that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I just maybe so should be a little so sure. uh, Joe, well, we I said mean, that's, we that's said awful. young guys, Joe. So we're out. <laughs> uh, yeah. we're for sure out. But that's awfully humble of you, Corey, to recognize Thanks. the. People currently in the MLB are better than you. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I know some people weren't sure, so I just wanted to clear the air. I mean, you're five foot one, eighty pounds. Even for me, it kind of like Oakland. The Athletics have a spot that it always is like nostalgic for me. Of when I was younger, watching baseball, like with the rotation of Tim Hudson, Barry Zito, Mark Mulder, and players like Eric Chavez, who like just mm-hmm. seemed to just dominate there. Miguel Tejada, like mm-hmm. I don't know, Yambi like, was out there too. Yeah, Giambi, like, and and I don't know, it, it sucks. Like, that's that's what I'll say about it. It's really disheartening. Um, I'm the kind of guy that wants baseball to be fun and for the fans. Like, you take this big piece of history away just to go build a stadium in Vegas. I think, I don't know, it hurts it even more, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You kind of mentioned it. I don't know if, if you know more, if anybody else saw more, but the uh... – the PR for the mayor um, called Manfred a liar because Manfred said Oakland did not even attempt. And yep. what Oakland was saying was they were demanding 55 acres of land that they could purchase. And then they settled in Oakland for nine acres of land that they are leasing. And so like they obviously they didn't try because purchasing 55 versus renting nine is a huge difference (laughs) like Mm -hmm. yeah so that's sad it just shows you that the owner didn't care and the owner's not even talking like it's make somebody make fisher answer a question i i I had no idea what the guy even looks like i I did see the the somebody did a major league cutout of him at the fan (laughs) at the the game yesterday you know where like they had the takeaway clothes Mm -hmm. somebody did have a fisher cardboard cut out the game yesterday that was going viral on on the socials so that was fun other than that i've never heard the guy talk so i don't know we could we could should and probably will have a i don't know a whole podcast but a pretty good sized topic on you know what we think there is no, there is no, I know there's no salary cap. There's no salary floor either, right? Nope. I mean, if you wanted to spend $5 million, you could. There, you know, there's such a discrepancy there, especially with no floor. I guess with no cap either. You got some, some big cities and some big owners, but I guess the floor technically would be what the league minimum times 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So whatever I mean, that is, that's, that's a, you know, that's a joke in baseball terms and baseball salaries. So, I don't know if they'll ever do something there because they're getting squashed by other leagues that are more competitive, you know, yeah. as in other sports. I guess mm-hmm. this is going to be a not great example because the Mets aren't performing as well as they should. But, like, that's my point. As a, If I'm an owner, and to Joe's point, there's no salary cap. There's no nothing. What, like, what do you want to do as an owner? Like, you're going you're gonna to make your money regardless. You're, that's just – flat up what's going to happen mm-hmm. but to straight up be like i'm not paying any of these guys 
because I want to get to a different city. Like, no, nah, man, I'm going to spend like the dude in New York. Yeah, it's not working right now. Maybe pay the right players, I guess, is what should happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but I mean, that's the whole point is to bring a championship to the city where the city adores this team. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, yeah. I, and again, I'm, I'm not a freaking owner, but like, <laughs> isn't that the point? Not yet. Isn't that the point? I thought so, but yeah, more people treat it like a business now. When oh, for you sure. know, when we grew up, they were fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know? So uh, there are companies. seven. There's seven players on the Athletics currently making over a million dollars. One was the Japanese pitcher. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's making Fujiyama. three point two five. Trevor May is making the most at seven million. So your relief yeah. pitcher closer is your highest paid player. <laughs> and he is struggle bussing it. Yeah. Edmus Diaz, second highest paid player. Hey. Loriano. Uh fifth at three point five five. Um but yeah, so total is sixty. So Manny Pena. Manny Pena. He is I thought he he's not there or something. Oh, I thought oh, no, he's on the he's on the IL four I'll and a half. Said, I'll say the Braves sent him over there. Yeah. With Contreras and the uh, Murphy trade, I, I saw Aguilar just went to the the Braves. Yeah, um, <laughs> but nice yeah, it's it's like it's a it's a sixty million dollar payroll total, and your highest paid players making seven mil. Like you still have to be making money. Uh, like if you would put out some better, like at least try to put out a better version of your product that brings more than two thousand fans to the stadium. Like it's it it can't be that hard as a baseball team owner to make more than $60 million in a year. Um, I don't think I, anybody's going to go though. Like, why would you go now? It's official. Oh, I, we're gone. Well, I mean, Vegas is, is so hot right now, man. They just won the Stanley cup six years in after coming. I'm at Oakland fans. I know, but I'm saying like, if they, if they know yeah. they're going to Vegas, like they go and sweat out a year in Oakland and then they go to Vegas. Like apparently it's not official official. It's just not looking really good. No, yeah, they're not staying. Hey, I still got, <laughs> <laughs> I stand with Oakland. The uh, the Athletics are actually paying five million dollars to Trevor Rosenthal as a deferred salary as well. So well, there you go. He is their cool. second, yeah. oh third highest paid player who's not there. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. But well, yeah, it'll be sad. We're we've been talking. How can we get out there to the O dot Co before the Athletics move? So we got a a season and a half. It sounds like to get out there to see it. I've never been out there. I don't think anybody's been out there, have we? Joe's been the closest, I think. Yeah, Joe's been to a couple of the California stadiums. Yep. All righty. Well, thanks, Jared. We stand with yep. Oakland, too. I'm yeah, staying right now. I We're not going to be staying off. very long. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us longer than others. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Corey. <laughs> That's two, man. I know. He's my least I was favorite. talking about myself. I got bad knees. I caught a lot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wanted to, uh, you know, the since Jared took a little bit more of a serious thing, I'm going to take a little bit of the fun thing, and that's position players pitching. Um, and I'm not talking about the position players that pitch that come in and throw at 45 miles an hour. Uh, that's that's fun in its own little way, but it's it's more fun to see position players try to pitch. Um, and we had one recently in the past week with Brandon Crawford. Uh, he came in and uh, he actually, so I, I was, there's a couple quotes that he had. One of them is Gabe Kaplerid's manager came over to him and was like, Hey, you still want to pitch? And Crawford's like, 
you know I'm going to try, right? Like, I'm going to go. Like, I'm not just going to throw it up. Like, I'm going to try and pitch. And Cap's like, I, I yes, I know who you are. Like, I know the type of person you are. I know you're going to do that. And so, uh, no, he came in. Uh, there was a, there was actually a, a Fangraphs article on him. He had a topped out at 90 miles an hour on his fastball, and like it had a shape similar to Zach Greinke's. Uh, threw an 86 mile per hour changeup, curveball, slider. Uh, didn't give up any runs. Uh, at and then the quote after the game, he's like, "Oh man, I always tell my pitchers how easy it is," and you know, I was right. And it's just like, <laughs> it's something like that. But he's just basically like talking about how easy it was to pitch. And so um, I'm going to talk about some other guys that did position players that have, have pitched well as well, but kind of going down this rabbit hole. Um, the the most recent player to the, that has played all nine positions in a game was Austin Romine. Uh, and I was going to do a trivia, but you guys aren't pulled, make, you aren't, aren't coming up with that. Um, that was September... 30th. Austin Romine. Yep, you got it, Jared. Who is Austin Romine? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> September 30th, 2017, uh, for the Tigers. So that's like the last or or the last series of the season. The Tigers went 64 and 98. So that had to be a thing where I'm sure his manager is just like, or he asked his manager, Hey, you think I could play all nine positions <laughs> at a game? And so that happened. Um, Fun fact about Austin Romine, the second position player to pitch in the playoffs. Um, the first, Playoff. the yeah, the first was Cliff Pennington in 2015. Again, I was going to ask you that, but you know, no, nobody's also pulling uh, Oakland Athletics. I was going to say he's, a, he's an A, but right? he was he was an A. Oh, was he Blue pitched Jay. for the Blue Jays. Um, there's one game that has had position players as both the winning and losing pitcher, and that was in 2012 Orioles versus. Red Sox. I will ask, can anybody name the winning pitcher of that game? Orioles, Red Sox. 2012, 16 inning game. Chris Davis. The winning pitcher? It was Chris Davis. Holy smokes. Uh, Darnell McDonald got the L. Um, the Orioles also had the first position player to record a save in Stevie Wilkerson. Uh, and then in 1993, do you have something to say here? Did did Wilkerson throw knuckleballs, or did he just throw really slow? Do you have his pitching stats? I don't. Uh, I, I, I think I, he was lobbing at like forty miles per hour. And I don't remember his knuckleballs. So he like was, he, I think because they won the game by like two. So I, I yeah, I, I looked up these that. stats a few days ago, and it's already already lost mine. But anyway, in nineteen ninety three, there is a position player that pitched for the Rangers and tore his UCL. 1993? <laughs> position oh, player who yes. pitched for the Rangers. Torres UCL. I don't know. But he got a guess. You, it's a, Juan it's Gonzalez. A name, it's a name you should know. It's not Juan Gonzalez. It's also uh, a Rodriguez. name. What, what year? What team? 1993. Ruben Rangers. Sierra. No, let somebody else go. It's 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 a. If you think of this guy, you're going to be like, oh, of course it was this guy. Ryan Klesko. Oh, no, I know. No, not I Ryan Klesko. Aaron? Canseco. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Jose yeah. Canseco. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Johnson. Yeah. After pitching... One inning. I don't even know if he finished the inning. No, you think that was due to pitching or maybe a little deterioration? Well, His muscles were a little too tight to throw, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, like he comes in. Because, like, again, he, I think position players probably are just always asking anytime that there's a blowout, like, hey, come on, let me in. And so, Jared, like, go ahead. I was going to say, Jared, when you hear Jose Canseco, what do you think of him? <laughs> My <laughs> head still hurts. He so. doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dirt, turn um, around. I had a front row seat to that. I thought you were gonna make a sweet play, but that's the story. Yeah, of that, that ball Dude. off the bat, I thought was smoked. It was. <laughs> kind of was. It would have went out. I mean, I'm without your like, assistance. I'm talking like it was gonna land in the lake. Smoke. <laughs> well, I've never seen that happen. Yeah. For um, our listeners, um, <laughs> sure, so let's, bit. let's do it. J- I mean, for our listeners, Jay Lee is a immaculate outfielder. But on this particular play we're discussing, he uh, ran back on a ball. You jumped up against the fence, right? He was oh, on yeah. top of the fence. Yeah. I was on the fence. Mm-hmm. Hanging, on the, hanging on the fence, ball hits him on top of the head, flies over the fence, Homer. He, <laughs> he climbs the fence, puts his right hand on the fence. So he's waist up, higher than the fence. Sticks his left arm out and then never turns around. He's just laying there on top of the fence. So he's three feet above the fence with his glove outstretched. <laughs> never looks for the ball and it hits him in the back of the head and bounces over for a home run. Yeah. And he just what about the, the, it move. It just it, what about the other way? I might have had a shot. Yeah. <laughs> I was like three feet from you at that point. But maybe just think you didn't hear the last part of the story. Maybe I wasn't looking. I was trying to make a sweeter catch. You're trying to catch it on with, the ricochet? With not great sounds. Oh, so, like that, if it would have went in your glove, that would have been awesome. Okay. Just <laughs> the sandlot. Sandlot of robbed homers. Anyway, um, you're, welcome. you're welcome, guys, for, for stories. You're welcome. Yeah. At uh, least it would have been a homer anyway. Conseco's should not have been a homer. That always bothers me. Why the pitcher gives up an earned run home run when it should be a four base error. But um I don't even know if I want to keep talking about my stuff. Uh, I, have, I have two guys on here that that also statistically have done really well position players pitching. Um, one is J.D. Davis, who I never would have guessed. Um, he never he doesn't seem like the guy who who can pitch, but he had a, a 90s to low 90s uh, fastball sinker, actually pitched in um, two games, 3.38 ERA, 1.13 whip, 4 to 1 strikeout to walk ratio. Um he actually had uh I wrote this backwards. He actually had some rise on his fastball. So like his he had some pretty he had a pretty decent spin rate on his four seamer. And then he had a, a two inches on his sinker. So that's I, I picked guys from the past like seven years because I can get stat cast. You should have picked some from the future seven years. That would have been cool. Well, I was going to say something about how maybe these position players could help the Cardinals in the rotation, but I didn't know how that was going to go over. Okay, there it is. You said four to one strike out to walk ratio, right? That's what everybody should be. Throw strikes, you can get out. Well, he's throwing in the 90s. The other one, um, Aaron's pretty familiar with this guy, Charlie Colberson. Dude could pitch. Yeah. Uh, 1.23 ERA over seven in in a third. Oh, he's pitched five in five different seasons, seven and a third innings, 1.23 ERA, 1.36 whip, never given up a home run, 90s on his fastball, mm-hmm. curveball slider. Like this guy was good enough that he, they, they, they were probably other people that wanted, they were, they were talking to the manager, like, hey, let me in. It's like, no, no, sorry, I gotta go to, I gotta go to Charlie, man. <laughs> Charlie's coming in. Hey, and Charlie's back on the Braves. I know. He's been with the Braves for like three weeks now, has not touched the field. He's well, just the super utility guy in case we need him. He's, and and he also hasn't... back in the bullpen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's always fun to see the guys that come in. Because I think, again, going back to Chris Davis, even I, I didn't 
2012s before Statcast stuff, but I think he was a pitcher like in college, and so he came in and and was able to uh, to get the W in that one. But uh, it's fun to see guys that uh, you know that they're by no means have a shot of being a consistent two way player, but you know all these all these major leaguers pitched in high school almost certainly, um, so it's they got something, and you know you see this especially Brandon Crawford, you know he's a shortstop. It also broke his streak of he has only ever played shortstop in the majors. Like he's got like sixteen hundred innings at shortstop, and now he's he's off some list of people who have only played shortstop mm-hmm. for a certain amount of innings because he came in and pitched. And he did. You know what he's of... telling himself? Worth. Oh no! Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what he said. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm a little upset. I'm not on that list anymore. But man, that was that was fun. And I think he his wife tweeted out like, oh, it's his dreams coming true right now because i i guess you know conversations you have with your wife i'm like man if i could just get an inning in, that'd be pretty sweet so um do do y'all remember playing ball (laughs) i'm sorry i talked like a sloth (laughs) so here's what that memory makes me think of so like when coach is coming out to the mound and you know he's he's gonna pull the pitcher and, you know, we don't have, like, bullpen phones. You don't know who he's going to call in. And, like, none of us were were full-time pitchers by any means. And then you see him, like, point at you. When I got that point, I was so freaking jacked. I'm like, <laughs> I never got the mind, point. Baby. Anybody yeah. else get that? Corey, probably not. You were catching. Nope. But... If we Billy, were point... Was he ever, like... <laughs> if we were pointing at Corey to come pitch, we were in real trouble. <laughs> I, th- so I tried to... Backstop would be wore yeah. out. It was such a uh, cool no, I, I get that feeling. Um, because whenever I'd come in the pitch, I was probably in the outfield, but I didn't make too many. I honestly didn't make that many really appearances. I started games, um, and then would get taken out. But um, so, but I mean, I guess in Little League that happened a lot. So I, I, I agree with you. Like when the pitcher, when the coach goes to the mound, you're like, okay, well, who's he? Who yeah, who's he about like, to okay, point to? Here we go. So I feel you on that. And quick little, I don't know if you were if you were done, Corey. So pardon yeah, me, no, not, go ahead. but um, man, quick shout out to Brandon Crawford. Like, I feel like his career is about to come to mm-hmm. an end, and the dude's just been consistent. Like, I feel like he's always been an under the radar shortstop, but always solid. Um, not just quiet. Shows up, yeah, got the rings. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I was watching the Cardinals game, and he was playing, and I mean, dominated us, of course. But I just I've always I've always appreciated him because he's just never been he's just been consistent. Mm-hmm. And he was okay for the two days that Carlos Correa was going to play shortstop for the Giants. Like, you know, he's the he's the face yeah. of that franchise, and he's up for whatever. That's a the I agree. Brandon Crawford's great. Um, you reminded me of another quote. Uh, I guess him and Brandon Belt were pretty tight, and uh, they mentioned to Brandon Belt after his game about Brandon Crawford pitching and Brandon's book, Brandon Belt was like, yeah, I would have thrown an immaculate inning. So whatever. <laughs> like, it's like uh, baseball, like that kind of stuff. It's just like, yeah, no. Brandon, Brandon Crawford. Uh, I would agree. Like he is a, a, you know, sneaky guy that I would have always loved to have on my team. Um, yeah. Great, great dude. I great was, here. I was through a, through my talking about position players pitching so well i'm intrigued by this next one because joe's yeah. been sitting on topic for a few weeks and it yeah. says 
something well, that, very interesting here that he's yeah, not that he's topic, changed. That topic got pushed again. Sorry, that's got. <laughs> that's all right. I, I got to do. That's got in depth. Um, do you see the agenda, Jared? Look what he's got written. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know what to expect. Pulled, I don't have well, it pulled up. Before we get into what I have <laughs> here, we have to give a shout out to what we found out on Twitter over the last week. Yes. Yep. Yes. So we've had we've had a weeks um, I don't know maybe a couple months <laughs> long now <laughs> we've had a time. weeks long debate on one if it is a song and two what the heck the name of it is well <laughs> what a time we live in uh, Twitter has helped us find the the answer to the which is not at all what it actually sounds apparently like apparently it does no that guy's just a saint or a, a musical genius i agree yeah, i'm looking that, him so. up right now shout out to first shot oh go ahead Kenny. do you have do you have his twitter handle i do up? oh okay yep. go for it yeah so i got first we uh we tagged matthew kaminsky who is the braves organist right mm-hmm. him and cooney are pretty good friends and he responded <laughs> with I, I don't know what that is, but then he uh, he tagged the Cardinals organist, who is Jeremy Boyer. Shout out, go hey. uh, go like and follow his page. And he immediately was like, "Yes, I know what that is." And what is it again? Meet me in St. Louis. Yeah. <laughs> so he actually has a whole album out of organ music, baseball related. Um, so give oh, him I, some love. I, shout I out. That. Thank you for solving that riddle. I was yes. right. My being correct and right no, on the spot is still. I don't feel bad that accuracy. none of us knew that. Though, yeah, because that guy St. Louis is only. Well, and that guy again. You've all been to more St. Louis games than you've been to anything else. I don't pay attention to St. Louis themed songs though. Guys, real quick, we could yep. make history. Get both of them on the pod, I and tried. this could be like the first like organist duel. Yeah. I just want Matthew Kaminsky to be on the pod and play music for us like he does at the game, like walk-up songs, in-between songs. Today, for Jerickson Profar leading off, he played the Jurassic Park scene. <laughs> Every time Jerickson <laughs> Profar came up. He doesn't have to come Park. play music. That's I just great. want to come pick his brain. Corey, did you say you tried? It was awesome. Did you shoot a DM? I, I, it wasn't a DM. I just in slide that, in, in there, that man. thread. In the thread, I was just like, "Hey, thanks, guys. If, if we would love to have you on and talk music and baseball." I thought about saying and we got a former John us. Philip Sousa award winner on the pod. That's right. Um, How do you? Know? I don't know that they would know what that meant. <laughs> How do you so, know what that means? I went to the same high school you did. You just find places where my name's on the wall. A, I think I have your. I'm thing. sure I have your senior yearbook. At my house, oh, that's not your specifically. Yeah, that's probably a year from you. Um, that's probably true. So you're telling me that was they blocked blocked us though. So yeah, they haven't talked to us since. Yeah, they didn't say anything back. I, but I did. I did shoot my shot, and they they did not oh. uh, express any sort of interest. But I think it would be fun. I mean, it, Aaron, uh, do you have a favorite um, Matthew Kaminsky walk up song for a visiting team? No, he's just so creative like you never know what song and he's very interactive with the fans he'll play mm-hmm. a song and like fans will tweet him like what i don't get it like why are you playing that and he'll like start polls and stuff online and finally tell him at the end of the game nobody figured that out he's got a sweet job yeah <laughs> and, he's, and he just comes up with any song like the day of he'll say here's the lineup guys give me some ideas mm-hmm. and he can play 30 songs on the spot yeah i mean 
it's I think amazing. my favorite was Reese McGuire from a couple of years ago. I'm not sure if we can get into specifics of that. But uh, uh so yeah. Played the Reese's theme song. No, he played Beat Reese it McGuire, by Jackson. Yeah, he got in trouble for uh publicly public displays of affection to himself to, to himself yeah and so matthew kaminsky played beat it by michael jackson <laughs> oh man wow 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 yeah. okay well on to my actual let's, let's talk about little league now after that <laughs> what a segue oh, oh man God. my topic well... is about a little league <laughs> oh you killed him all right let's pause so the sensors drop us yeah okay good so (laughs) picture this if you can if you will we've all seen it okay i'm picturing not a good segue again but okay (laughs) so sun's down Mm -hmm. lights are on Mm -hmm. um Millions of bugs circling those lights, of course. You got, let's say you got about 190 to left, 190 to right, about 210 to center. You are, I mean, I was going to say you're probably about. Corey size. I was going to say four foot 11. (laughs) Corey was probably two and a half inches tall. You know, you're you're seven years old. You're trying to swing. You're trying to swing a bat that's heavier than you. But uh, anyway, where this is coming from, I got some small nephews and they're, well, the oldest one is just starting to play. And so I've watched a few games, little league games, that is, at the same field. Um, I know me and Cooney played at. We got pictures. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you guys play there too, Jared, Corey? Yeah, um, it's on the um, north, north side, side of, of town. town. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I thought we could maybe just talk about maybe some Little League memories, maybe when we first fell in love with the game. Cause, oh, I got a great one. Um, you know, you kind of start and you're like, I don't even know what this game is. And then you either love it and try to get good or you, you quit after two years. But uh, – yeah. I'll go ahead and start with a story that I remember. So I was on the, you know, you always have your local, uh, your local businesses or whatever sponsor your team. And I was on the firemen. So I don't know if we were publicly funded or what, but uh, we did have, we we did have some sweet bats (laughs) and um, we were playing the powerhouse. You could say they were like the Yankees of that day and uh, (laughs) Neiman foods, you know, they were, you guys are the Yankees of the day. No, 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 no. Neiman Foods, man. Anyway, we needed one out to um, to win the game. And uh, my second point I have here is called Enhance the Mechanism. Um, that is off a of Kevin Costner baseball movie where he's trying to throw a perfect game. And uh, he's able to like, mm-hmm. he's able to push all noise and distraction out of his mind, right? Well, anyway, I'm playing second base. And I get a pop-up to me for the last out. And it's it's one of the few times I can ever remember playing a sport or doing anything where I I heard nothing. I remember nothing other than watching the ball come down into my golden glove, caught 
for the last out. And uh, it was one of my best baseball memories. We beat that team that was undefeated that nobody thought could be beat. And um, so, yeah, I'll throw it to to our listeners as you're driving or listening or doing whatever. Think of your uh, maybe first or one of your first baseball memories, but I'll let the guys here discuss what they think of. Jared, yeah. you said you had a good one. Oh, yeah, no. Um, I think we still had the fireman uh, rotary. They didn't yeah, get Lion and, Lions and Legion were combined. Yeah, and that was the team I was on. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. Look, you, we, all, we all grew up in the same hometown. Y'all know what your last name is you played. So I got put on this team of, I'll just say it, the team that wasn't very good. I was, <laughs> I was on that team too. You know what I'm saying. You know exactly what I'm saying. That's true. So, yeah. Um, I actually started like in literally they put me at third base. Like that's where I started. And I guess because I had a decent arm, I don't really remember that much because I got moved to the outfield very quickly because I was pretty quick. Um, but I, I mean, this sticks in my head. We all know Jacob Hebner. Jacob, if you're listening, the story involves you. Big country, baby. Um, he was first base because for that age, he was tall and big, you know. So you just put the tallest and the biggest person at first base. That's what you do. I mean, I threw probably the hardest I've ever thrown from third to play. And I mean, but it was right on the money. But I mean, it goes right off the top of his glove. I thought it smoked him in the head. Hits him directly in the bill. Broke his bill like down the seam, <laughs> like <laughs> it just broke it. Mm-hmm. And he's looking around for the ball, and I thought I smoked him in the head, but no, it just it broke his bill. That always sticks out to me from from Little League. <laughs> um, so that that's that was one that probably my biggest Little League memory that I remember. So yeah, no, I mean Little League's great because it's like you. I mean, same with me. You don't you didn't play where you played later in your life when you were Little League, like. I was probably probably played shortstop, played some outfield, um, but I do remember I got to catch for the first time in little league. In it, like our our catcher got hurt or something. I don't know how hurt you can get playing little league baseball. Um, I mean, certainly there are times when you can, but I don't think anything like particularly drastic happened to him. But like I was, I, I remember like I caught, but I I was so little. I couldn't hold the catcher's mitt up. So I was catching with like a normal baseball glove. Um, and like, I caught one inning of like the last game of a season when I was nine. And then I was like, telling my parents, I was like, no, I want to do that more than that. And so <laughs> that was, that was kind of a fun thing. If, if that's how you, you do the that. legend then, was made. Yeah, there <laughs> yeah. was. And then, uh, I mean like the, the all-star tournaments at the end of the year, those are always fun. Um, just kind of like, cause you know, like I've, you know all the guys from the area, and so you you kind of actually getting to play with them was, was a good time, and and just those tournaments, it was, you know, it wasn't, it's still as far as baseball tournaments go, it wasn't a lot, but when you're ten and you have like these teams coming from out of town, and like the crowds are bigger instead of instead of forty people, it's like eighty people, and like it really felt like it was a big thing, and like looking back on it now, you're like this was eighty people in the in the middle of nowhere, but like when you're ten, you don't know that, and it's just it's a it's kind of a different fun experience. And so it's, yeah, I mean, it's like we said, it's kind of where you, where you learn to love the game. And that's when the game's fun is, is when you're, you know, 10, 11, 12, stuff like that. So, I mean, I still love watching the little league world series as a yeah. 30, 30 year old man. Um, 
I don't know if we can say that based on how this podcast has went so far, but <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. Um, I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, we did, I guess, was it last week? We did our 10th episode, and my dad texted this picture. And Corey, I keep giving him your number, and he won't put you in the group chat. So <laughs> Thanks, why. But uh, Thanks, Pat. So he sent that to me. I don't know if you can see that, because I wore number 10. And look mm-hmm. at that beast. I mean, that's Rotary. <laughs> that's Rotary's cleanup hitter. Got some legs. Um, it's yeah. a green helmet, too. Yeah. We you were the, the cleanup. Wait, wait, wait. You were the cleanup hitter here? Yes. As a 10 year old. So that tells you how good our team was. And this is what yeah, I never understood like because we drafted mm-hmm. in reverse order. And yet, so the first year there was five teams before Neiman folded. And we got fourth. We beat the Lions. <laughs> they were bad. And then the next year, there's four teams. We got third. We beat the Lions. And the next year, there was four teams. We got third. We beat the Lions because Legion and the Firemen, man, just loaded with a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> We're doing roids at 11? No, remember Van Street's bat. Everybody, oh, yeah, yeah, every yeah, game, yeah. people. Our One of our best friends was a foot taller than all of us, could swing this bat that none of us could even pick off the ground. And every game, our coaches try to get him kicked out for using a legal bat. Try kick, his dad was one of the coaches, try to get his dad kicked out. And then he would just hit a 400 foot home run off of us. Uh, but so, yeah, so the regular season was just kind of a joke but the 12 year old all-stars and joe you remember this um all-star team we get destroyed i don't know what the final score was but i feel like it was like 30 to nothing first game macomb just whoops us like so bad so we get sent directly to the loser's bracket and we come through the loser's bracket due to the championship and it's macomb and we beat them on back-to-back nights and our buddy uh, Kyle Sessler, shout out to Pudge, um, same age as us, graduated high school with us. Uh, he hits a walk-off double, and Pudge earned his name as a little kid. Uh, <laughs> could th- flat-out throw, could flat-out rake, but his name was Pudge for a reason. And watching him sprint that double out, hands in the air, standing that second, <laughs> game-winning run, first-ever regional championship for Pittsfield. I don't know if anybody's done it since. Still, I'm sure they have. I still got the pin. But we were the first ever regional champs, and that was a blast. We won't talk about what happened in sectionals the week after. Uh, we, we didn't go any smart. further. <laughs> but, oh, we're uh, talking about Little League. Blast. How do we get to It's districts. Was little league. No, that was districts. Well, we call it, was, it districts. Yeah, now. it was called districts. Yeah. It was 12 year old All Stars for Little League. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we also won the regional championship in high school. You're correct. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, but, it was the first ever yeah. Little League championship for. Or Pittsfield. Man, I'm glad you brought up this Little League thing because now, like, there's so many things that are. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. There's a can... whole other episode, man. My, my branding of it, real well, quick, man. I think the, the, the coolest thing for me, too, is always that snack shack. Oh, yeah. Right? Home plate, man. Like, just being like, I'm going to get some big league chew and I just put the most gum I could in my mouth. Those like, pixie sticks that were like yeah. this long. Get a baseball, get <laughs> the know? foul ball, throw the foul yeah. ball in. They give you Dude. a soda like, or a pixie stick. Being there for those nights in that game, like it, it, it really. To I think Corey said it the best. Like I think that's where I just fell in love with the game, man. Like the you look back on those it wasn't lines. super competitive when we played. Yeah. Now these little kid leagues, man, they're ridiculous. Yeah. What's yeah. I, I imagine like going back to that stadium now would just be like so. I don't want to say disappointing, but I'd be like, oh, this is what it looks like, huh? It actually looks <laughs> nicer now. They've done a lot of work to it. batting cages, yeah. indoor and outdoor really? cages. Yeah, they've done yeah. a lot. It looks nice, yeah. 
well, maybe I would be impressed, but uh, it was a lot well, of fun, though. That's good. Good job, Joe. Good luck. Nice topic. Yeah. Stay tuned for Joe West as Ty Cobb. Yeah, it's week. it's never gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think he actually has any any, no, any sort of thing here. Yeah, time. it's just like what's the what's the most ridiculous thing I can say that people are gonna get excited <laughs> about, and then I'll just never talk about it. Um. All right, let's let's move in, man. I like I'm all, all I'm gonna think about is little league baseball. Man. I know. I was trying to figure yeah. out what would it talk about, but that championship was yeah icing on the cake. Um, let's get into our major league weekend predictions, and let me tell you, your boy keeping it rolling went one and four. Um, but Joe, you're right there with me. Uh, oh here. man, I went one and four. Yes, I'm gonna lose Jared, my GM offers. Jared two and three. And Aaron doing his dance went four and one, um, which brings the year pirates over the Mets, baby. Pirates over the Mets. Year long total to Joe still in the lead, clinging to the lead. Yes, 20, sir. Twenty three and twenty. Aaron and Jared are at twenty two and twenty one. One game back. It's. I don't. I. I have nothing to do with this. This is all in the spreadsheet. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm at 16 and 27, so if I was fudging the numbers, I'd be better than that. Dude, you're bad at this. Yeah, no, I know. That's why I picked ridiculous teams this week. So let's just see what happens. Oh, that's great. Um, I haven't even looked yet. This is great. Oh, just, my gosh. Man, some uh, of these uh, percentages here. That's going to be a cool face. I just dropped my baseball bat on the floor. Don't worry. I saw it. Oh, yeah. Did start yelling yet? Not yet, but we'll see. Um, if they do, I'll also be hearing from my wife. Um, we didn't. We didn't get a chance to talk about this, but the Rangers. You know, just saying. You guys look so smart there. Okay, go ahead. Um, first one we're doing is Tigers at Twins, the powerhouse AL Central matchup here. Uh, the Tigers were kind of holding their own for a while. Um, Let's do these not, rapid fire. Not so much lately. I'm gonna take the Tigers. Because I, why not? I can't get worse than one and four. Maybe I they can. Have, they have one win in June, so yep. that's good. The, Twins. The hands. Twins. Joe. Yeah, I'm still fighting to try to win this competition, so Twins. Twins. Pirates at Brewers. Uh, I think this is actually a pretty good matchup. I do like the Pirates pitching better. I, I guess. I mean, really, I'm, I'm Mitch Keller and, and you're Oviedo in love and, with Mitch Keller, dude. I am. Uh, I am in love with Mitch Keller. He's a beautiful man. I'm taking the Pirates. I'm also taking the Buckos. Brewers. Uh, Brewers. Uh, Guardians. Oh, Maurice, D- that's great. Yeah. What's good luck, that? Jared. <laughs> uh, Guardians at D-backs. Uh, I like the Guardians pitchers here too, uh, other than the Gallon game. So that, uh, if my math's correct, that's two out of the three. I think the Guardians are going to take. Diamondbacks. They're going to take the division by fifteen. They need to start winning some games. So let's go, Cleveland. <laughs> yep. Diamondbacks. Uh, shocker, guys. Let's shocker. Say you can't pick anybody but the Diamondbacks ever again. Wow, I can do it smart. I've been smart about it. No, no. Uh, Giants. Diamondbacks forever. 
Giants at Dodgers. Uh, I like Logan Webb. I like Alex Cobb. Got some youth on the Dodgers side. I think the diet the the Giants. I think the Giants can take. This. <laughs> diets. Gosh dang it, Corey! Can you not? Those I'm are Giants on diets. <laughs> Can't dodge diets. Are you taking the Giants, Jared? Yes. Corey, you got added to the group chat. Um. San Fran's kind of on a roll. Let's that. go with it's them. a complaint. The first, the first group chat message I get is a complaint. <laughs> Hello, Pat. Sorry, hey, Pat. I hit a power pole. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> I hit a power pole. Yeah. Aaron, we on what Giants, Di- Giants, Dodgers. Everybody's taking the Giants so far. Oh, I'll pick Dodgers. Can't dodge them. Uh, White Sox at Mariners. White Sox are hot, and the hot hand stays hot. When the heater's on. So I'm taking the White Sox. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Mariners. Because that's what I have circled. All right. Yeah, I got Seattle. I'll do Mariners. I like the that trio of young studs on the list there. All right. We've got two series where I'm the lone pick with the Tigers and the Tigers at Twins and the White Sox and the White Sox at Mariners. Uh, Three to one Giants Dodgers split on Guardians D backs and split on Pirates Brewers. I... I did not pick a single one that Corey picked, guys. That was my strategy. If anybody saw that, I went last <laughs> and I didn't yep. pick any hey, you same know, as Corey. Probably a pretty yeah, good strategy. Hey, question about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is for a game and bragging that was, right. That was unintentional, but that's funny. I'm saying, are we where when are we making these picks? Because I could wait for Corey to pick too. I'd be like, yep, I'm not picking what Corey's picking. Are we not picking these before we go live? I had. I usually do. This is the first time I did not. I usually do. All right. I had nothing. I usually do. My whole life is spur of the moment. (laughs) That's that's a good t-shirt. First shirt is I'm an idiot. Second one is. I mean, it ain't worked out yet. You got to think at one point it hits, right? Blind squirrel. Finds acorns when the oven oh. mitt is out. Yep, that's what I've heard. <laughs> Crack of the bat. Yeah, a broken clock is right when it's hot, twice a day. With Unless the hands fall off. Yep. Then they get yeah. cold. Someone in this podcast. All <laughs> right, let's do it. <laughs> that was another great edition of Break Your Position, I believe. Lots of great insights and some wonderful memories. Yes. And Memory line. Next week, we're going to have a little special edition buyers and sellers at Rake. So we're going to talk uh, trade deadline. We're about a month out from the trade deadline, a little over a month. So we're going to start talking who's going to be shipping pieces where and who's going to make a run for the playoffs because of it. So until then, guys, don't forget to Rake. Your the oven position. Give me in St. Louis, Randy.